Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to your Nerd of Godcast, that place where we bring all of the things that make us geek out and give glory to God. We smash them up into a doughy ball, and we pass it around, having some kind of awesome, geeky communion one with the other. <laughs> what? <laughs> My, yeah, I'll just roll with it. My name's Tony T. For the next few minutes, uh, we're going to be chatting about some of the greatest things that have ever happened on the history of the face of the planet Earth, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself. No, no. How dare I? Because sitting to my left, he is the very best at being the very absolute, irrevocable, incomparable worst. It is Stevo Supremo. I receive all of that with the love that's behind it. <laughs> all tropical, making me want to sit on a hammock and sip a cold beverage. She has traveled the world in the seven seas. She's a punk rock pirate, your friend and mine, Alexandria Marica. Sitting on a hammock is one of my favorite things, so that works out. I love sitting on a hammock. Not such a fan of getting out of one. Yeah, no, it's Ooh. it's awful, especially if you're a, of a of a bigger size. Yeah, because then you have to do the weird like like rollover. That, that sound that is exactly perfect. how I feel. Exactly. When I'm trying to do it. You're it's right. like a beanbag chin. If it's you're like, okay, if you're in like a like a nylon parachute fabric one, there's a method. So let me ask you this. Yeah, just roll over and fall. A real quick thing. Like when I picture a hammock, I so you got you have the long thing and then it kind of tapers off to a little point. Why don't we have like double connected hammocks? So it doesn't wrap around you a like net. a banana peel. It's just yeah. a net that you catch cannonball people I'll from. sit it in there. Or it's just a very large cot. He is often imitated. He's never been successfully duplicated. Not even in Chinese laboratories. He is the big man, Quentin Gregory Nev. Chinese laboratory. Although there is a tag on the back of, of my uh, on my back, that says "Made in China." A tag on the back of your back? Yeah, on the back of your back. <laughs> on the back of a, right. Oh, what's the back of your back? Your it's, front? A, it's a skin tag. The back oh. of your back is your front. <laughs> That's all I can eat. Right? And the front of your front is your back. Nev pulls his shirt. Nev pulls the buttons of his shirt open and right across his chest it says "Made in China." It's his B front, and below it behind. says "No regrets." <laughs> but it's just a picture of the of professional wrestler Joni Lara. Who? China. I, uh, oh yeah, I forgot that was her real name. No. Rest in peace. <laughs> Next, we'll be talking about B. Arthur. That's we. B. Arthur is a goddess. Worshipping at the altar of the Golden Girls. Oh no, that's not what I meant. You all know what I meant. <laughs> she is a depraved pagan of octogenarian TV stars. <laughs> but we let her come to the table anyway because she's lovely and encouraging. She is Julia Cameron Colazzo. I don't like that and I take back everything. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're the one who deified Maud. You know what happens what? now? We have to melt down B. Arthur and you have to drink her. <laughs> <laughs> Julia. That's that's what wrote that's what Betty White did. That's why oh, she's yeah, still alive. So all, she took all of the powers of the golden girls. The ritual is complete. You guys. guys. And half of the cast of Empty Nest. Oh. This is not all right. And Julia has money it says in mod we trust uh, <laughs> over in the booth I don't even have anything sassy to say about him but he is the smart guy that's pushing all the buttons keeping this bucket of bolts flying let's give it up for Nick the engineer hello oh wait 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 I'm sorry yeah. Nick soon to be daddy the engineer um, yes. <laughs> to be fair Nick was always daddy oh, oh. No. <laughs> no 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 how did no. how did how did mod worship 
become not the worst thing said on this show. <laughs> you know, you know, this was supposed to be a show about Jesus. <laughs> it's we, Jesus loves us. Should we pray again? Yeah. yeah. Because we can. Yeah. Jesus help. Amen. Mm. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us tonight. Good night, everybody. <laughs> we have had a great show. Until next time, we ain't got to go home, but we can't stay. stay here. All right. No, uh, we're going to have a great time tonight. We're going to have some fun. We want you to uh, get connected with us and and uh, let us know all this. <gasps> have you said something stupid or inappropriate today? Let us know by connecting with us across all the social medias. You can find us on anywhere that you join on social platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. Or you can swing by our our internet small group that's the nerd of god squad find it right there on facebook or you can just hop skip and a jump straight there by putting nogsquad.com into your browser come join us to the nerd of god squad nerd of god squad on facebook share some memes and live your dreams you have no idea how happy you made me that you just hit the post on that that makes me so happy and listen mm-hmm. i i live to give uh, we're going to play a quick game. Character from a movie or a video game. A famous flying ace from somewhere deep in space. It's time to find out from the his and hers. We're going to play a game called If We Were. So we just got back from MegaCon, the Mega Convention. We did. Which I, I always want to describe to people as a comic book convention, but when you're walking around it, it's so much more than comic books. Mm-hmm. It's every kind of fandom just rolled into some mega mix of everything basically whatever kind of flavor you're into they have some booth there for you yeah uh, do you like star trek we got you covered there's william shatner go get an autograph do you like cartoons sure enough we got you there you like anime boom yeah, there, that's do. your deal you know you want to watch cowboys in space we got something you want a pillow with a girl on it with blue hair there's a flavor for you somewhere. no i don't want that legend of zelda thunder <laughs> <laughs> they can hear you nodding now Mm, no <laughs> audible wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they have a little bit of everything there. So what I want to ask you guys in our if we were segment tonight is if if we were to take a fandom and make it become incarnate, like a a fandom come to life in the form of a human, what fandom would form you? Mm. What fandom come to life is best represented by you? Studio Ghibli. Why am I not surprised <laughs> whatsoever? We we came home from MegaCon the other day, and Alexandria was like, "Let's watch My Neighbor Totoro." <laughs> we did. Christian. You did. What, wait, oh, what yes. day was that? Uh, why was it not there? I don't remember. I'm guessing anything. it had to be Thursday. I have no idea what day anything was. I <laughs> wanted to watch. It. I wanted to watch it Thursday night, but everyone was so tired. Um, so when I got back from my brother's wedding in Pennsylvania, Christian and I watched it Monday oh, night. That's oh, what that's it what it was. See, my days are all running. I have it's no okay. idea. But Wibbly we watched wobbly. the movie, and he was like, this is so weird, but it's so delightful. Why and I has, was like, yes. Has he seen Spirited Away? Do you know? No, he no, has he, not. That, we have to watch the only, the only, he's seen Ponyo. Oh. And, no, uh, wrong. Oh, that's Ponyo, the, my Ponyo least favorite one. Your least favorite my one? My least favorite one. Well, that's because no. you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> you know which one I really wanted to like, but was what it just never struck the right chord with me? And which I one? wanted to like it. Yeah, which one? Kiki's Delivery, Delivery Service. service. <laughs> Princess Mononoke. Oh. <laughs> so oh, I, and I really wanted, like, I wanted it to be this masterpiece, and I just watched it. I was like, ah. 
but then Spirited Away came out and I went, redeemed! Yes, I've, correct. I've only ever seen, of all the Studio Ghibli movies, I've only ever seen Kiki's Delivery Service and only because they used to play that in my summer extended day I when I was Kiki's. in fourth grade. Howl's, Howl's Movie Castle is a delight. Howl's Movie Castle is magnificent. Castle in the Sky is my favorite. That's oh, wow. my favorite one, which that's I also found is out it? that's the first one that ever came out of Studio Ghibli. Tale, oh. is Tale, Tales of Earthsea is one, right? Mm-hmm. That's I, I started watching Tales of Earthsea, and I'm like, this makes me want to play like Skyrim. I want to go like play a video right. game now. It's Does so that good. have anything to do with the, the book series The Wizard of Earthsea? Couldn't tell you. So. Got a, not a reader of the Earthsea franchise. I want to watch so. Por- Porco Rosso. There you go, <laughs> Neff. If you were a, a if you were a, a franchise a fandom incarnate, probably DC Comics. Okay, just because the the I mean that's what I'm. In, I, that's what I'm into. So You're I mean, largely composed of the of ink residue from Green Lantern comics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Very colorful. That's <laughs> what the labs get wrong. They don't add enough ink residue. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's why, why they he can't never be... duplicate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, if you if you put take a piece of silly putty and you <laughs> smear it to, to any part of Neff's body. You're gonna peel off a picture of Hal Jordan or Guy Gardner, but if you do it, at, if you do it at the right angle, you'll get the little part of his back that says "Made in China." Made in China. <laughs> it's the part of his back that's on his front. The oh, back yeah. of the back. <laughs> the back of the back, which is the front. <laughs> and who even knows if I will have left that part in this podcast? So you get it, great, good deal. Uh, Julia, yes. What what fandom are you come to life? Fruits Basket, the anime. That's really specific. I thought you were to say like a fruit basket. Fruit right. no. basket. Fruits basket. Um, have you seen it, Alexandria? I started it, but I haven't. Seen it, it is wonderful. They had like a reboot of it, so they remade it with the same voice actors in 2019. But the original one was like from the early 2000s, and it's based off a manga. And like the whole premise of it is just very like wholesome and sweet. And there's this girl, and she always like goes out of her way to help people. And the reason I say that franchise is because of the fans that like are on this Facebook group that I follow about Fruits Basket. It's called the Fruit Booty Page. That is not what it's called. <laughs> Absolutely not. Is it the Fruit Loops? Sure. Anyways, the Fruit Loops and I, um, we have this in common. We, like, I don't know, they're always just so encouraging and like they always just like appreciate the cute things that I appreciate. And I'm like, ah, yes. Me in anime form. Yeah. Uh, Nick, if you were a fandom come to life, what would you be? Um, Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was thinking yeah. Star Trek, and then he. <laughs> that makes sense. Me. I was gonna go with like I don't know if MythBusters counts as a fandom, but yes, absolutely. Oh yeah. We came into the sanctuary tonight, and he was playing the Minecraft like I music. Was. When we're talking about this room, it's the we're, we came into the studio tonight. Yeah, we came into the studio. Sorry, when so, we came into the studio tonight, he was playing Minecraft music. He also, also had Nick, a pickaxe and was Nick, just nailing Nick always, at the wall. <laughs> he always sets the stage for us with beautiful ambient music to walk into. Very good, Steven. Yes. Um, I would have to say Lost. Lost in particular? Yes. Because it's complicated. Because you're interesting at first and then unsatisfying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to say unsatisfying. I would say most people just get mad at me by after a Ooh. long period of time. This was not worth the investment. <laughs> oh, wow. That, oh, no. Well, now I regret my choice. No, but you love Lost so much. I do. It's my favorite show. So good character development. Great character development. Interesting kind of cliffhangers, like who did it, kind of what is it. It has one of the best like season finales of any show I've ever seen. But it doesn't have the best series finale of Uh, any show. I I have to agree with you on that. Although I enjoy it after like my third watch through, I've enjoyed, I've, I've, 
it didn't take me three times to enjoy it. I liked it the first time, but I really like appreciated it the most after watching it all the way through, mm-hmm. finishing it, and then watching it through again and kind of seeing. But they, I, I, I'm not too much of a fanboy to think that they had a plan the entire time. It's very obvious that they did not. Yeah. But I still enjoy it. It's still my favorite show. So that would be the one thing that you really feel like encapsulates you, like come to life i don't know it's a that's a hard question i've been pondering that for years and i and i don't know <laughs> nef you know steven really well do you have a better answer for him uh, just to just to spare him from having to be lost the back to the yeah. future franchise i mean oh, that would have been much better. you're very much a, the marty to like tony's doc brown so Aww. i would go back 10 minutes early in time to make sure you didn't get killed by Liz- libyans I would uh, tape together a letter that you gave me 30 years ago to make sure that I didn't too. Good, I'm glad. I'm glad you would trust me. Great, Scott. And I'll and you could put me in the DeLorean to test out if it works or not. And I might die, but only in test screenings. Thanks, Heine. <laughs> well, let us know what you would be if you were a fandom come to life. Wait, Again. what are you? Oh, what am I? You never answer. Yeah. Who I are ne- you? Who, who am I? Who, who, who are you? Who are you? Oh, you're CSI. Remember That's what it is. See, see, mine was going to be the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland. Who am I? Guys, this is a lot. <laughs> Tony, answer <laughs> the question. I, no, I would love to um, as soon as you let me. <laughs> Give you guys a minute. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, ask me, ask me a question, then we bust it into like song. <laughs> And we're we're all of a sudden like impersonating animated like uh, druggy caterpillars. <laughs> and now they're now they're all just like giggly. I've got yeah. the sleepy ha ha's. <laughs> those Is are what that they, what you call those them? Those are what they call the people in the uh, Facebook group for Fruits Basket. <laughs> sleepy ha ha. <laughs> the group is called Fruits Basket Yummy Yummy. <coughs> I'd like, I'd like to think that I'm VeggieTales come to life. <gasps> you are wearing a red shirt. That's true. Uh, no, I don't. You know, I don't know. I, I thought about this for for a while today since we kind of brought up the the idea that we'd be talking about this night, and um, something like to me when I when I think about it, there there's sort of like a, a passing of a a mantle. So I try to think of like someone who like goes into their quest as a kid and then you know kind of finds their their passion and their power and then passes the mantle on to somebody else so for me i specifically i'm gonna have to link up and i i feel like this is a super cliche answer but star wars mm. oh i feel like there's a little bit of like an anakin skywalker luke skywalker ray skywalker trajectory yeah i said ray skywalker because the the sequel trilogy is awesome and if you disagree go listen to the christian nerd loser Okay. Ooh. Wow. Called oh, out. Great shots fired. I saw a great quote, uh, sidebar. I saw a great quote that someone posted online today. I don't remember where it was, but they said something like, Star Wars is a restaurant. We all enjoy eating there, but we don't all have to like everything on the menu. I thought that was a great quote. That's true. If you like the original trilogy, like the original yeah, trilogy. Yeah, if you like the Clone Wars, if you like Rebels, whatever it is, just like the things you like. I <laughs> like the prequels. Nothing of the <laughs> other ones diminishes your like for the what stuff that you yeah, like. Yeah, I think I'm kind of over. I'm getting getting over like Star Wars hate. I, yeah. I think I'm just kind of getting over. It. Hey, there you know, it, not everything has to be perfect, but that's okay. I mean, yeah. Neff and your son got into an argument on Twitter with some dude cuz all Neff said was I rewatched the last Jedi and I enjoyed it much better this time. I you know, it's not as bad. I'm not as mad really? at it as it We did good. not get in an argument really cuz Twitter is usually such a peaceful, reasonable <laughs> yeah. and amicable we, place. We did not get in an argument. A man or some random person who I've never met or heard from before or after this uh, encounter whose Twitter bio says I am not here to make not here to make friends.
friends or I'm not here to make people like me or something like that. Just decided out of nowhere to respond to my comments and then Christian's comments and using foul language. Using foul language and I was like, well, that's a that's an interesting take, and then I just kind of trolled him. So did I. <laughs> it was great. I, I I ended my tweet with "I am now informed," because he basically said, "If you like the new trilogy, you are stupid." Oh. And I was like, "Well, yeah. thank you for letting me know." Twitter yeah. beef. I that th- should be a new segment. I think, like, uh, honestly, like, I, I we uh, we make fun and we we jest around the, the table here, and we we goof on each other, you know, and, and stuff. But if there's something you like. You should be allowed to like it. Yeah. You know, if there's something that you enjoy in a fandom and, like, it's really dumb or bad or whatever, but you really like it for whatever your reason is, I, I guess just like it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's some really bad... If it's, the if it's like, the Inhumans TV show from ABC, then you should probably have somebody talk to you. <laughs> we'll pray for you. We'll hey, pray. there's somebody in this world that that's their favorite show. That's their favorite show. They really yeah. they, to the minds you go. They cancel it too soon. To the minds you go. To the minds you oh, go. I, that makes me smile. Well, let us know what you would be if you were a fandom come to life. And again, do that across the social medias. We're gonna pause for just a quick second and uh, take a break. But before we do, we do want to say we're gonna be talking about MegaCon. We're gonna be talking our trip to the big comic book nerd fandom megaplex convention uh and uh i can't wait to tell you about some of the things that we did but before we tell you what we did i I do want to acknowledge who helped us make those things happen uh people who specifically committed to praying so many of you thank you so much but there were people that financially helped us out um you know, we took a we took a pause from our podcast for a while, and we came back. So some of our finances were really not fully up to tread uh, going into it. You know, coming off of the year that we had, uh, we didn't have some of the resources that we once had going into these things. And man, our Nerd of God Squad, our Patreon family, uh, some of you listeners, you guys really just stepped up and showed up to really help us make this thing special. And we just want to honor and acknowledge uh, Christian Zadek. Uh, he actually came by my office and visited with me and said he heard our Road to Megacon episode and was just so moved and so captured by the vision and uh, the conversation that we had for how we were going to help people and, and serve people and reach them relationally. And and, and he, he knows this. This is his life. So... Uh, man, that just really encouraged me and motivated me. Um, I want to thank and- Andrew and Christina Whiteside. Mm. We we didn't. There were certain areas where we had fallen short, and they sought me out and said, "What do you need?" And I said, "Well, and, uh, what do you need?" And I said, "Well, we need this." And they said, "We'll take care of it." I was like, "Wow, you guys, thank you." And I, I said, "Man, this is really, really great. We had hoped to get this and this, but you know, I'm so thankful for this." And they're like, "Well, what else do you need?" And I, I said, "I mean, you know, we're good." And then, like, Christine was like, tell me what you need or I will break you. She's scary. <laughs> she was. She's very kind, but I would not tell her. <laughs> yeah, so I, I did tell her. I said, look, we're fine. I'll cover this. And uh, But there, it, was a, it was a financial need, and they actually they sent us a, a, a very generous gift. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to put their business out there, but they, they covered this need 100%, and I'm so grateful for that. And the note that Andrew attached when he, when he transferred the money was, don't make my wife mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, appropriate. Uh, again, I shouldn't, be, I shouldn't be telling all their business out there, but I, but I really just do, do want to say thank you so much. Uh, Howard and Becky Salter yeah. uh, mm-hmm. from, uh, from uh, you know, the, the, I mean, they've been part of our, our family here for forever. Um, 
they, they're just wonderful friends and they came out to the con every day they, they are sat with us encouraged kids. us uh, took care of all of our meals for the week and, and yeah. man it brought us snacks hallelujah just That's true I mean could, can't just just nobody could make you feel more encouraged than people actually coming by and visiting with you and praying for you uh, Kevin Wilganowski for his faithfulness Ryan Felton even our own Alexandria uh, thank you for contributing so many other people I couldn't even name them all our Patreon sponsors and your generosity every month really really helped make us a difference uh, spending time with Bubba from Love Thy Nerd who, who gave us some inspiration some direction encouragement in our outreach mission and really you guys too you you took time away from work away from home to come and commit these days to be at this con and um, really really serve and, and, and it was it was it took a lot of energy it was a, a draining experience it was um, just it took a lot uh, of time and effort but you guys poured into it. I just want to say thank you so much. I can't wait to hear your stories and our takeaways from this. So uh, thank you guys for everything. Thank you, Nerd of God Squad, for being amazing. Uh, we're going to tell you all about our Megacon experience right after this break. We'll be right back on your Nerd of God cast. Hey, Jeremy. Sorry to have kept you waiting for three hours. <laughs> Traffic was wild. <laughs> it's okay. I've just been sitting alone with my thoughts. Mostly remembering all those embarrassing moments from my life. <sighs> you want to talk about it? Yeah, actually, uh, that then was... you should try Embarapy. What? Luckily for you, I'm an Embarapy representative. But I thought we would just... What's Embarapy, you ask? I, I didn't, but... It's a new therapy practice for the modern embarrassed heart. Sit down, relax, and tell us about your most embarrassing, cringeworthy moments which we definitely won't record and post online. Okay, but like, wh why would you say that last part? I'm just saying, we definitely won't tell our friends and family your deepest, darker secrets at family dinners. Okay, but like, if you weren't going to do that, why would you say anything about it? No, 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 I just mean we definitely won't make a podcast dedicated to laughing at your most cringeworthy moments in front of an already dedicated fan base of 26.5 thousand listeners, okay? You know, you saying that kind of makes me think you're going to do it, uh, if I can be honest. It's a, it's, a, it's a little too specific, okay? Just go to embarapy.cring to get your first free consultation using our semi-confidential chat rooms. Just tell us your name, age, address, credit card information, social security number, your mother's maiden name, and the name of your first pet, and you'll be on your way. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to give you that information. No more long showers full of anxiety, wondering if anyone remembers that time that you tripped during graduation and knocked out your vice principal with a headbutt. Okay, that's very specific. Or the time you let out some gas in front of your girlfriend's parents, but it was a little bit more than gas. And you couldn't tell if they knew it or not, but they definitely did. I told you that in confidence. Whoa, whoa, Jeremy, buddy. No need to get worked up in front of your friend. Sounds like you need some embarapy. No, I, I don't think so. You can find our offices in between the rock breeding farm and the world's largest replica of Ringo Starr's nose. It's embarapy, because your life may be cringeworthy, but we find it binge-worthy. Audible wink. <laughs> you weren't expecting the actual audible wink part, no, were that you? That was wonderful. And now it's time for Silly Jokes with Julia, the part of the show where Julia comes out and tells a silly joke. Why should you never play poker at the zoo? Why? Why? There are too many cheetahs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Silly Jokes with Julia. Join us next time when Julia says... Why was the strawberry sad? Why? Because it was in a jam. 
<laughs> snort on that one. <laughs> Thank you. That was, de- that was definitely a joke. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Enough, stop saying that. That's so funny. <laughs> Did you did you reference the audible wink thing earlier? He did. <laughs> Whenever you said audible nods, foreshadowing. <laughs> well played. <laughs> well done. Foreshadowing. Uh, hey, yeah, we are we are back. Hey, Megacon. 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 Uh, Megacon in Orlando, Florida, is a four day convention, and it's huge. And I feel like this year was one of the biggest years as far as uh, actual square footage of it. There's so yes. much to see. And it yeah. was quite busy. It was busy. Surprisingly like, busy. Like, you unfortunately couldn't be there on Sunday. No, and I, Sunday, work, I work on Sundays. And Sunday, from what I understand, is typically one of the slower slower days. And it was slammed all, yeah. all day long. It was packed. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Nerds just wanted their place back, you know? Yeah, we, so. well, you know, and that was the thing we kept hearing over and over again was it was so good for people to get back together because yeah. right. they haven't been able to have that in so long. And this is really one of the first conventions of a large scale to, to open back up in the country. Yeah. So it was a really great show. Uh, four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they had uh, a bunch of vendors. I mean, just tons yeah. of vendors. Everything from the, the mighty Tower of T-shirts to a mm-hmm. uh, lot of video game booths. Action yes. figures, uh, collectibles, clothing, photos, uh, rep prop replicas, bootleg DVDs, bootleg DVDs. My favorite, my favorite booth. And uh, then you get into the the artists area, which was yeah. uh, this year was really one of my favorite. That was my favorite day. session. My, there was such amazing talent that was happening there. Mm-hmm. Alexandria has uh, postured in front of her right now one of her possessions that it's she purchased. It's my favorite thing in the world. She bought this. <laughs> she bought it in the first hour. Pretty I much did. right out of the gate, directly across from our booth. Well, I'll let you tell the story, but just in a moment. Uh, beyond, right past, right past where we were, just a stone's throw away, there was a bunch of other exhibits, uh, interactive photos. Did you see the Ghostbusters photo I op? did. So rad, dope. right? It was dope. They had a replica of the, the rooftop of Spook Central. Yeah. Uh, Cent- you know, and, and they, they had the, 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 the terror, terror dogs. dogs. Yeah. And did you see Gozer? I did. They had a model dressed up as Gozer, and you could go up there and take photographs. So cool. Yeah. Uh, there were some people that we met. They, they had uh, replica cars, the Batmobile, mm-hmm. uh, the Ecto-1. Yeah. There was one, and I, I'm not familiar. I don't watch this show, but it was uh, the car from Supernatural. Oh, yeah. That was Shane oh, the, and Danny. I know and, them. And they were so super nice. I mean, I was, yeah. It's the, an Impala, the Impala, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, really, really awesome. Great stuff. And then the celebrities. Now, the celebrities... Not the best year for celebrities. John yeah. Stamos was there. How dare you? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the quality of like, oh, I got to see John Stamos because a nobody cares, but <gasps> b so many celebrities canceled. Yes, yeah. including who's the actor? He was in uh, Mandalorian and he was Giancarlo uh, Esposito. Yeah, he put a video out I think Friday night saying I'm so excited to be there for MegaCon tomorrow, and then Saturday morning said I'm not coming anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, my grandpa had a photo op with him and, and he hasn't gotten a refund yet. <laughs> yeah, there was so many, but they and they canceled. And there was it was funny to watch as these these different announcements would come out. It's like, hey guys, it's Brendan Fraser. Uh, just want to let you know I'm not going to be able to be there. I got an opportunity to be in a, uh, a, a movie and uh, it was um, you know just get, can't say no and gotta you know gotta go to this so thanks so much look forward to hanging out with you guys next time you know by the way be a hero you know get the get the vaccine and I was thinking 
Well, I was really looking forward to meeting you, Encino Man, but uh, I guess <laughs> since you're not going to be there, I'm just going to go get a vaccine instead. Great job. But Brennan Fraser. Brennan Fraser. He's you know, a lovely human. I'm sure he is. A lovely human. He was in arguably the best episode of Scrubs. <laughs> he was and in arguably the best version of Tarzan. George the Jungle. George the it Jungle, wasn't actually yeah. Tarzan, but... I agree. He's fantastic. <laughs> From all of us in the Greystoke fan club, you take that back. Um, we... we um, there, there, the celebrities that canceled were plenteous. Yes. Uh, the celebrities that were there, though, really seemed to be enjoyable for the folks. I, yes. I, I, Shatner yeah. was still there. God mm-hmm. bless him. He's 90 years old. He didn't That's quit. True. No. Um, Michael Rooker was there. Michael Rooker. Uh, he ain't your he ain't your father, but he is your daddy. <laughs> My grandpa got a photo with him. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Of course, uh, you know the the three the three guys from Full House were there. Yeah. Yes. The voice actor from. My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. So voice is all Of all the people that we talked to about who they were excited to meet, he was the number one answer. Oh, yeah. yeah, his line was like an hour long. People were so I mean, excited to like, meet him. Yeah, he's legit, dude. Is he the same guy that does the Goku voice? Or is that those two different oh. people? No, two different guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, he he does do another voice. I think he does Vegeta. He might do yeah. Vegeta. Yes, that's, that's who it was. is. That's what I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah, and the guy that did the voice of Squidward was there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and my son got to. Uh, yeah, he got to meet Mario. My son went and bought a uh, Japanese Mario 64 cartridge, and uh, had uh, Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario, sign it. Very cool. Which is pretty cool. Your son said he can definitely tell that he loves being Mario. Oh, this guy loves being Mario. Every video I see him, he's like, hello, I'm Mario. He does it in the voice, and and you just look. You can see the joy in his face that he gets to do that. Do do a Mario real quick, Steven. Wahoo! How do you not be joyful when you're doing that? I feel happy. I want to skip now. (laughs) I want to hold down Z and jump. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did you guys get to meet any celebrities? Uh, uh, My wife. Wife met uh, John Stamos. That was pretty cool. I did not meet him. I stood to the side and, and looked at him from if, afar. If you were cool like Lisa Motti, you'd got to meet John Stamos. This is true. Well, no, I had the. I could have gone in there. I decided to let her have her moment and meet uh, Sir Stamos. Um, but I met to not, let her not, meet the man that she would leave you for. Knighted by the President of the United States himself. She never admitted to that. <laughs> she told me. That. Oh, 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 oh. Why are you putting her business out I there like that, Alexandria? I, I asked okay. in front of him. So I met some comic book people. <laughs> Who's me? I met uh, Robert Venditti, who wrote Green Lantern for like five years after Jeff Johns wrote, and he did fantastic. And I got him to sign some books. And then I met the uh, the artist for the comic book Invincible, which is my favorite comic book series of all time. And I got him to sign all my compendiums and my final issue. So what I got to meet Adam Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Thank you, Nicholas. Cool. Continue talking. Uh, so yeah, I, I went and got a uh, an autograph from Adam Savage. He's really cool. He asked, I told him I was a huge fan of MythBusters, and he asked me if I ever burned anything down as a kid. So <laughs> that's Not incredible. Yet. I don't know why, I told, but you give me like light uh, serial killer vibe. So uh, I, I told him I told him no, but I did blow up a few things. So did you tell me you're an engineer? Yeah, I did. Okay, because I'm sure he was so, like, oh, no, that's cool. Nick came with a, pr- a printed resume. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's it, was, like, Hire it, was a, it was a 3D so printed resume. Forget John Stamos. Nick is ready to leave his wife for Adam <laughs> Savage. <laughs> Let's blow things up together. Talk about a savage move. Boo. <laughs> My jokes were bad tonight, but that was bad too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, yeah, you know, th there was a lot of a lot of cool people there, a lot of cool artists. I don't know that I actually went out of my way to meet anybody famous. I was trying to meet normies. I was trying to I was trying to meet regular people more than anything else. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know other than Howard Salter if I met anybody that was uh, famous at all. Oh yeah, I met Howard for the first time ever too. Oh, yeah, and cool. you've been playing D and D with him for some for like time. A, literally a year. <laughs> so that was fantastic. His whole family's delightful. Yeah, yeah, they're a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it was a really great time, and um, uh, we were really out there more than anything on a mission to encounter people. We were out there to try to uh, form relationships uh, and just be part of someone's Megacon experience that would point them uh, directly or indirectly to Jesus. Uh, we came out there to love people, to encourage people, and to serve people. So uh, I'd love to hear some of your stories. I'd love to hear some of the moments that you had where you got to be that the love of Jesus to someone in the convention. We interacted with more people. People came up and we talked to them. We were able to talk to them about things. Even people outside of our booths, we were able to talk to you about the podcast, about Jesus. And that was really cool for me. Uh, like uh, Julia and I were walking around and we were looking at cool stuff. That, like we found these like earrings and stuff. They were really dope. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then we got to talking with the people about what they were doing, what, what, uh, what they love to do, what, what makes them feel loved. And then we got to talk to them about the podcast a little bit and talk about, you know, Jesus. And that was really cool for me that we got to interact like that. I think that speaks really highly to the fact that over this past year, people have craved connection and relationship even more so than we typically do. And I think not not to say that other vendors and other people, other um, exhibitors weren't there to do that as, as well. But I feel like because we came with that specific purpose, we had more connection. And I felt like I feel like that made it all the easier to like walk in and just be like i'm here i'm i may not necessarily be here to like buy something from you but i just want like i want to hear what you're passionate about i want to sit down and talk with you i want to yeah. hear like where did you come from why are you passionate about this where are you going with it you know so i think that i think that um being our intention made it so easy for us to connect with people yeah, I loved um, one of the things that Tony made for us to like kind of break the ice with people was obviously a lot of people come to these conventions like cosplaying and dressing up and um, being really obscure references to things and it's great. And so we had these level up cards where on the back you flip it over and say like you get extra points for like this cosplay and you can like check off like this specific thing that like made it like so special like nostalgia inducing and all these different characteristics. And we would give them out to people in like very small, like I had like a Bible verse on it. And more often than not, people would take it and want to know, oh, what's your booth about? And would ask questions and it would just be a wonderful conversation starter with like, hey, we appreciate what you're doing. And it's not all about like what we can offer you, but just to first say, hey, I see you, you're seen, you're acknowledged, and I think you're really cool. And if you want to know more about Jesus and how he thinks all those things about you, like, let, let's tell you. Well, the nice thing is we, when we did that, we didn't even, there was no hook. There yeah, were, like, exactly. Yeah, like it, we put on there the name of the podcast, but we didn't put on any socials. We didn't put on any action steps. Like it wasn't a promotion for the podcast. Yeah. We, we put on there the, on the front side. It just says you get a level up and then, you know, you, you've been caught being awesome basically. Yeah. Like yeah. And on the back side, it said, you know, thanks for being amazing. You know, everybody, uh, not, uh, you know, everybody wants to be awesome, but you did a great job at, you know, standing out and, uh, we're going to give you points for this. And like Julia said, there was all these little check marks on there. So you could give someone, uh, something for awesome, lovely, awe-inspiring, best in show, world-class, super creative. And you check all those modifiers. And then underneath it, it was, uh, surf, 
service or cosplay or booth or art or parenting or even even did anybody give one out for physique? Nope. No. There was one no. time, listen, I saw these two guys and they were they obviously took very good care of their physique and I wanted to give it to them, but I'm like, there's no way I can do this and not have it look weird. <laughs> um, it's like you guys are in good shape, but don't come talk to me. I'm I'm for booth like one oh eight. I'm I'm with I'm with the official Ness. I'm gonna give this to um, you. <laughs> nice body. Yeah. Um but uh no, but when you'd give these things out, people didn't know how to respond because, like, yeah, it did have a Bible verse on it, but it wasn't, like, so overt that it was, like, believe in Jesus. It wasn't like we were handing out, like, chick tracks or something like that. <laughs> um, it was just an encouragement. But then so many people came and found us. Yeah. Like, yeah. we didn't yeah. put our booth number. We didn't put anything. People would come back and go, hey, I got one of these from you earlier. That was really cool. Like, people would look at it and be like, what is this? And it's like, you're awesome. And I, I just think that when somebody does something that's so amazing, you deserve to get called out for being awesome. And people want to be noticed. Yes. People yeah. want to feel seen. And, and like to go out there and say, we're looking for people to see them and encourage them. Mm -hmm. It was really, really cool. We had, at one point, we had uh, two crew members like who were who were working at the con come up to us come up to our booth just to check us out and they're saying yeah we had a we've had a bunch of people come up to us and ask where you guys were and i was like yeah yeah that's uh, that's, that's so cool. cool so there was a cosplay of cat bus from my oh, yes very dope my neighbor totoro and it was like a full-on like you could like it was a cat bus that all of us could fit in it was yeah. huge it was and amazing. uh I, they, they there was a person kind of managing him from the front a person managing from behind and then a person inside like and, moving and like moving like moving legs moving head the whole deal and um, I went to the person. I didn't know how, what what end do you go to a cat bus to hand them a card, right? So I went um, the, med the middle end. I went to the guy in the front and I said, "Hey, are you with the cat bus?" And he said, "Yeah." I said, "Look, I just had to give you this. This is world class creativity, craftsmanship, cosplay." And uh, I said, "This is just a level up from us to you. Thank you for being so amazing. Make this an amazing show for other people." And um, later on, this girl comes up to our booth, and she's like, "Hi." Uh, I got this from you guys. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And she goes, I was Cat Bus. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Cat Bus, that was so cool. Like, we were on the clear other side of the show, and they came and found us. Like, it, it meant enough that they were able to come out, and then we were able to have a conversation. We were able to say, oh, yeah, well, what do you do? Well, we're just out here to encourage people because God loves every single person at this con, and we want to love everybody at this con, too. So um, just let you know God loves you and, and, you know, be blessed. So amazing. Yeah, we had several people also come up based on interactions that we would have with them, even other vendors. I had, like, three or four vendors come up to me. It's like, yeah, Tony told me to come by, and see the booth yeah. and then we were talking to them for a few minutes or you know I, or I saw you like you're somebody with your shirt on the Jesus Love You 3000 shirt and I asked them where they got it and, and they said they, get, they got it over here so. so one of the things that we do at, when we're at these cons is we will wear our con shirts that are specifically designed to kind of appeal to a hot button of nerd culture yeah. get people's attention and then look at it and go oh and and and, and 10 times out of 10 it just never fails when someone notices it and kind of gives it a double take, even if they don't care about God in any way or whatever, they'll go, I get that's cool. Or they'll kind of nod and smile and go, oh, Jesus loves you 3000. So the yeah. Jesus loves you shirt. We did that from from Megacon last time in 2019. 
we brought it back because it was so popular and 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 people will would, would come and they would buy them and although we we did sell merchandise we weren't there to sell merchandise but uh people would wear them around we we saw people wearing them all around the convention that weren't even with us they were just wearing them around yeah. we also had another couple uh cool couple shirts uh thanks to the white sides for helping to fund our material purchases on those uh and we were up until late uh before megacon uh, even just making these shirts like printing them ourselves uh, we had one that was a Dungeons and Dragons themed John oh, 316 yeah. shirt. Dope. So it had the it D&D so font cool. said John and then it had a, uh, a six sided die and a 20 sided die with a three and a 16 underneath it said saving roll. Yeah. Uh, which so people, cool. you know, you wear that around and people would notice it and they'd go, oh, oh, because John 316 is a recognizable yeah. verse. Yeah. And then kind of last minute, I had this idea for a shirt and I went, oh, let's just try this. So we made it uh, mostly in green. We had a couple black versions of it, but it was green with a gold text on it mm -hmm. with all of the mismatched fonts inspired by Loki. And the shirt said variant underneath it. It had the scripture verse, uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, which is, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away, all has become new. So when people ask, they would say, what's that verse? I would say it means that there's some other alternate timeline where there's another version of me that never became a Christian, that never followed Jesus. And it's a very different version of myself. Because when I followed Jesus, that was my nexus event. And I became a brand new, a different, a variant version of myself I love that, that. with a different destiny. And like... I'm telling this, the gospel story, right? And people are just sitting there listening to me. Taking, I'm taking them on this journey. We're having a full, like, where they they weren't going to go to church on Sunday, but they're now they're hearing the message of Jesus in a way that caught their attention because yeah. they subscribe to Disney Plus, and that speaks to them, and yeah. it speaks yeah. to them, and that's what we were there to do is is bring the gospel, yeah. and, and if not the overt spoken gospel, the love of Christ uh, to nerd culture in in their language with their touch. Yeah, and what's so cool is not only did we get to connect with people that maybe didn't know much about Jesus or doesn't really have a relationship with him. But um, other Christians, they would come up and they would see what we were doing, and they would be so encouraging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than more often than not, they would come up and be like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, there are other Christians here," and it's awesome because we get to then tell them like what we're doing. We're here to encourage other people, make them feel seen. All the same things we've just been talking about, and then we kind of encourage them like, "You can go do the same thing." And it's just like a, a trickle effect. Like you could see it in their eyes. Like they were so encouraged seeing us there. And I think it's really cool too because the few interactions interactions that I was able to have with um, Christians who would come up to our booth. At one point, somebody said to me, "I never expected," and they were a Christian. I never expected to see something like this here. Exactly. And yeah. I'm like, over that's and the point. over and over and over again. And they're always like super thankful. Like, yes. Like, yeah. They're like, yeah. they're yeah. like thank, thank you for being, being here. here. Yes. And like, it's like great. I'm like, you're welcome. Like. Should I be? It's like, it's like our fourth time, but yeah, yeah. no, cool, right. thanks. It, it definitely felt like we were more accepted this time. Yeah, like not that we were always like we were shunned or um, like sent away, but it's not, but it was we got looked over quite often yeah. in the past. But some people like recognized us from years before yeah. too. Yeah, would yeah. come back. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we had several people that would come back and they were like, "Oh yeah, we saw you guys a couple years ago. We wanted to come back and visit you again," which yeah. was really cool. Can I just say how encouraging it was for at, at least for me? I I, I don't, don't want to speak for everybody else, but just to see those Christians that showed that came up to our booth, how excited 
they were uh, to connect with us yeah. and try to like, you know, see like, hey, what church are you from? Like, yeah. you, want, you guys want to you know, hang out sometime? Like, let's. And we did. Like, they up. really wanted. So we met a guy named Pastor Tony. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Pastor Tony was. It's your variant. <laughs> Pastor Tony was. And his shoe game was on point. And on Pastor it. Tony, actually, he invited us. He, he like came and sought us out. We, we were in line buying dinner for you guys. Compliments of the Salters. And, uh, and we came back and, and we met him in line. He, he commented on our shirt, uh, the Jesus Loves You shirts. And we just got into a good conversation. And he came out and found our booth, brought people that were there from his church. And he invited us to come. He's like, will you come to my church and speak to my youth group? And I was like, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. I'll send Stephen to do that. And he also <laughs> said, I'm buying this Jesus Loves You 3000 shirt. And, and I'm, I'm going to preach it on Sunday. I'm going to preach it. it on Sunday. Yeah. That's what he said. That's I right. wonder if he did. I hope do you he know? did. I don't. I'm going to look on their Facebook. Please I follow, I follow on Facebook now. Uh, yeah, so many different people that were Christians that came by that were like so encouraged by that again and again and again. There were, um, I mean, there was a, I, I just, I don't even know where to start with all the stories. At the beginning. That we had in the beginning. At one point there was, I'm just going to share a story from Megacon because. Sure. Um, That's at, literally what we're doing. Perfect. Yeah. So at one point, um, it was Friday morning. And this was the day that I was getting ready to leave for Pennsylvania. And I knew that I didn't have much time. So I was trying to be very intentional about who I was spending my time with. And at one point, there was a young man who made these really cool sketches, like really beautiful, like animation style sketches. Mm -hmm. Um, And he just was like, he would, he was sitting there sketching, but he had stuff that he was selling already. And he was doing, if you gave him 15 minutes, he would give you a free sketch. Okay. Like whatever he was currently working on. Um, he would just give you a free sketch. Wow. But I noticed that he had a little Totoro. And I was like, hello, what is your name? I want to hear all about you. And so he and I are just talking. And I'm like, and, you know, whenever you walk up to a booth, you'll often, like, ask, like, what is this? Like, what are you? Like, how did you get into this? And you could tell at first that he was kind of, like, standoffish. But then whenever he was, whenever he realized that I was, I actually wanted to hear, like, what he had to say about why are you into art? How long have you been making art? Um, what are your biggest inspirations? What do you love to draw? He like, you could see this like wall breakdown. He was like, oh, you're genuine. You like, you mean it. You like, I, and I think I sat there and talked with him for like, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 minutes. And Christian and Tony had like walked away from me at one point. Christian was standing there with me for a while. And then I think he lost interest and walked away. Um, but I was just like getting to know this guy and he was telling me I love art so much like I want that to be what I do for the rest of my life but you know right now I'm like working as a janitor um you know I but I want that to be the side gig and I want I want art to be my focus um and I'm I'm in and out of like taking classes at Valencia College and um I want to get better and I'm like man I will encourage you and let you know that I know somebody who was a middle school art teacher for five years, like has his degree, but loved art so much. He loved his students too, but he loved art so much that he quit his full-time teaching job. And it wasn't always the easiest thing for him, but now he, he does art. He makes art for a living. And I know that because you're passionate and you're, you're talented, you're good at what you do. Like you can do the same thing. And he like, he stopped and didn't say anything for a second. I was like, okay, not sure where this is going to go now. (laughs) And then he was like, I I have two questions for you. And I was like, yes. (laughs) He goes, one, can I hug you? And two, 
can I get a picture with you? Oh, and he, wow. Like, he very, what like... What the what? Yeah. I, rem I remember who you're, exactly who you're talking yeah. about. Uh, his art was very good. Yes. Yeah, like so talented. He had this really awesome picture of Spider-Man and the Sinister Six mm -hmm. that I very much loved. There was there was one that he had, and I, I, I honestly don't know what it was from, but it was so detailed. Like this, like... Like the gears and like the metal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. What was that from? Uh, yeah, Do that was know? originally. He actually, I saw, he sold coloring books too. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I saw people that had bought his coloring books and were walking around the con. I'm like, oh, yeah, we visited that guy. We spent time with him. I can't, I didn't know, like, yeah, as you said, we walked away. I didn't know you had that that moment with him. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. I, for like 15 minutes, which is like hearing this man's heart, you know? Well, he'll, he'll leave changed because of that yeah. like what an encouragement that you just carpet bombed him with yeah i you're, think he literally looked like he was going to cry how wonderful your interaction with him is probably the one thing he's going to take or the main thing he's going to take out of his con that's wonderful experience. I hope so. yeah that's really, i loved really him cool. i follow him on instagram now he's super cool his bio says level 25 so i think that means he's 25 years old <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Uh, either that or he's only average at World of Warcraft. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> so one of the things that I wanted to do, one of my goals was, A, we wanted to connect with people. Relationships are the number one thing. And one of the ways I decided that we wanted to do that, uh, especially for other people that were at the con, because you're there for four days mm -hmm. with the same group of people. You see them every morning walking in, setting up. So I decided I want to serve the people that are around us. I want to to go and make their experience better. So we were sharing beverages every every day, a couple times during the day, I'd kind of make the walk up and down our row with our box of candy and be like, candy break, candy break, let me refresh you, top you off with a candy. And it was really funny because there was people that like on day one, they're like, eh, no thanks. And the last day they're like, actually, and I'm like, take two. Let's make up for the ones you didn't take yesterday, Aww. you know? And it was really cool because it was a stupid little moment, but they were, you know, and then I'd kind of come around and they, they'd be looking for me. Like when I was walking down the aisle, they'd go, where's the box? Bring it over. Uh, we wanted to serve people. There was there was these uh, right across. I th in fact, I think the reason I left you is because of this. There were these uh, two girls from California that were right across from this guy. And they were like, oh, we are so sleepy. We are oh, so tired yeah. right now. Like, how are you still awake? And I'm like, well, we're, we're local here. They're like, oh, we're from California. I'm like, oh, yeah, so it's like 3 o'clock in the morning for you right now. So, um, and, and I noticed... I don't know how they broke this down, but in Artist Alley, every booth had, that you get chairs with your booth, they got the crappy, uncomfortable folding chairs. Aww. Well, at our booth, we bring our own chairs in, right? So there was our booth, and then we had two booths. So we had a stack of chairs we weren't using. So I said, hang tight. I'm going to go do something for you. So I went back to our booth. The, one of the girls followed me, went back to the booth, and I brought our stack of chairs to them. And they were like, we had nice padded chairs with arms on them that were at our booth. So I brought them back over there and they were so grateful. They were so thankful. And we had one extra that they didn't need. And there was at the booth next to them, there was a nice older lady. And she goes, and she was looking and said, would you like one of these comfy chairs? She said, yes, sir. And I'm like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. What I don't know what you've done to earn it, but you, I'm sure you deserve it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, she was so happy. Was and really it was a moment. stupid little thing. I mean, but you know, just how, how can we serve other artists? And it was amazing how God used that to open up the doors for people who wouldn't give a, a rip about a podcast in an artist alley, much less a Christian podcast. And suddenly we're making friends. We're, we're connecting with people in a fun and real way. Friday morning, 
Coming from the parking, there's no easy way to park and come in. No. Right? no. So no, coming from not. the parking lot for us as vendors, we had to walk in through the loading docks, and it's a long walk through those loading mm-hmm. docks, and everybody's hustling to get in. You got to walk up these big ramps. And as I was walking in on on Friday morning, I was by myself. Um, we kind of came in in, in shifts that day, and uh, as everybody's kind of hustling in, I, I noticed a woman with a wagon, and she was just standing there, not moving. And I said, okay kind of paused and turned around and walked back and she just had this look on her face just a a, a pallor w- had, had fallen across her face I'm like something's wrong here so I kind of turned around and I, I, I hustled back to where she was and I said hey how you doing uh, is everything okay is there anything I can help you with and she just like just started welling up to tears and uh, she said I just had uh, back surgery and they scheduled this convention. They changed the scheduling so my family is they, they can't come because of school, and I'm all by myself. And I I just I can't make it. I don't think I can make it. Uh, she I noticed she had a cane in one hand and a wagon in the other hand. I said, well, I said we're gonna make it together. I said, what's your name? And she told me her name. Her name is Melissa. And I said, Melissa, um, I said well, you got a, you got a choice here. I can pull your wagon or I can carry you. Which would you rather? <laughs> And she's like, if you just take the wagon, I said, I got the wagon. So I took the wagon and I just kind of, you know, took her and helped her up the big ramp. And she was walking super slow. And I said, this is great. Normally people walk so fast and I got to (gasps) like to keep up. This is a perfect pace. So the whole time we walked, which is, I mean, it had to be 20 minutes because she was going so slow to get in there. We got a chance to talk. We talked about her story, where she's from, what she's doing. And it was like this great opportunity for me to tell her about who we were, uh, what I do and, and, and why we were there. That would have never happened. It would have never happened if our mission wasn't let's look out for people that we can serve. And we got her to the booth. I gave her my I gave her my phone number. I said, here's my phone number. If during this thing you need help with anything, or if you hey, it's you, you need to get some food or a beverage and, and you just can't make it to the place, you call me. We're gonna come take care of you. And she was so grateful. She's like, well, will you come back to my booth and I'll let you have anything for free? And I'm like, that's very sweet. So we did. We went back. And I, I think, did you get something? Did she give you something, Alexandra? I didn't get anything, but I am going to purchase something from her at a later date because yeah. her stuff was absolutely wonderful. She had the coasters, right? She had coasters and blankets and, oh, and a bunch of other little things. The blankets were blanket. nice. But the, the, it was like, what a, what a, like, uh, what an opportunity that was right there. Because we, when you look for those things, Lord, how can I, sir, open my eyes to the opportunities that are right before me today? And um, and God just really turned it into this amazing moment of connection and ministry. You became the Good Samaritan. Well, I mean, I guess I did. And, you know, I, I, I put her on my donkey and I carried her. <laughs> so I, I should have put her in the wagon. And it was, well, uh, yeah, you, you got here. It would have taken 10 minutes. Missed an opportunity. Um, so... Brittany and I were walking around on Sunday, and we passed by this booth that had blankets and coasters, and we were just kind of looking at them, and she goes, Nerd of Godcast, you're Tony's people. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And then at that moment, I realized like, it clicked in my head. I'm like, oh, because I think I saw like a cane in her hand or something like that. And I was like, oh, this is the lady that Tony helped. I'm like, That's yeah. That's funny. I didn't know that. And she's like, he was so helpful. That's so cool. Um, and she was just, you could tell the appreciation yeah. on Glory her face. to God, man. Glory to Glory God. To That's God. that's really, really cool. That's really cool. We had we had a family that came by, and this woman, she was looking at the shir- these shirts, and she was like, she was so impressed, and she's like, oh, I got to get this, and I got to get that one, and do you have this one in this size? And I'm like, wow, okay. Now now me, I'm bad at selling stuff. I'm not a good salesman. I Because I, I want to get- Tony was straight giving 
I just want to give stuff away, right? I'm just like, do you like it? You should just have it. You should just take this. Because um, I'm, you know, and, and I, I know I know this is bad, but like we had people that out of the generosity of their ministry hearts sewed into us getting the things to make these shirts. So I didn't feel like, let's make as much profit as we can. I felt like I, they were generous. Let me be generous too. So I gave so many shirts away. Like if you went to Megacon and I gave you a shirt, please just at least take a picture of it and tag us in it. At least do something. Because <laughs> I gave away, I gave away shirts like it was my job. And um, there, there was this girl and this woman and she brought her teenage daughters, young teenage daughters. I mean, tween teenagers. Oh, yeah. And um, it was this, it was the, the most, it was a, it was a beautiful moment because we get to talk to people. We get to encourage people. But when you take it to a next spiritual level, um, Julia, were you there when this happened? I was. And uh, so, so she's like, uh, she said, can you, she said, can you pray for my daughters? And I knew what was happening in that moment. Yeah. I, it was like what she said crisscrossed with what she didn't say, crisscrossed with what the Holy Spirit was saying. And um, and you know me. I'm not like, you know, I'm not like, you know, Udu, you know, you know, anything like that. But I really felt like God was giving me a very direct um, insight to their situation. Mm. And these are two girls and their mom's taking them to the comic book convention and they're they're on the borderline. They grew up in church, and this is all just, I, I just felt like God really revealed this to me, you know, the, uh, with wisdom of just observing. They grew up in church, and the mom is making a desperate, forgive the, the term, Hail Mary attempt to try to appeal to their Christian roots in the context of the things that they are fans of by, you want one of these shirts? You want one of these shirts, hon? Look, it's like the things that you like, but it's also like this. And, and she... She said, will you pray for my daughters? And I, I did. I said, can I just chat with you guys for a second? I, I gave him these shirts. And I said, when you wear these shirts, I said, I want you to think about one important thing. There's a lot of people in this room. You're going to see them all day today. And they're lonely and they're hurting and they don't know if they're okay. And they just want someone to let them know that they're okay mm -hmm. and that they're loved and that they matter. I said, that's normal. A lot of us feel that way sometimes. You, I felt that way sometimes. But when you guys wear these shirts, you guys are carrying a light. You're carrying a message by which you can let them know that they matter. You can be the hero. You can be the one that brings them the encouragement and the, the, the affirmation that they desperately need. They need so much to know that they're loved and you guys can bring that to them just by, by showing them the love of Jesus that lives in your hearts. So, so when I pray for you, I'm going to pray for these shirts that they would be a blessing to you and I'm going to pray for the, per, the, the person that wears them that you would be a blessing to others. And I prayed with these girls and like you could just tell the mom, like whatever it was, it just bullseyed with the mom. And it was like, Thank you, Lord. Like, what a what a random moment here at the t-shirt booth, you know, <laughs> to, to have have that, like, I, I mean, Julia? Like, hearing you get to just say the things, we, could, we talk about this on the podcast, but to be able to see the impact that it had on the people that were right in front of us, especially the mom, right? It just, like, sometimes I think when you're a Christian, you forget because you've known for so long or whatever, maybe it's become numb to you like the saving power of like this truth that we have access to and that God has like given us the opportunity and you know expects us to share 
And when you get to share it, and I got to witness Tony doing that and speaking to these girls and, you know, tapping into his youth pastor <laughs> roots, like I was so humbled to see that and to see that even if they didn't in that moment know the gravity of what you were saying, like you were faithful and you spoke what God put on your heart. And that's going to help that mom. That's going to help that family. That's going to help the people around them more than we will ever understand because God had that moment, you know, divinely set up to happen. So you said it was random and I, it can't be. God's too good. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like so many of the moments were not random. Like they were just way too on the money to be random. And that that was a recurring theme. Like I I had to actually start writing down notes as we were going of just so many amazing things and nephew you said at the beginning like it's just it, it's night and day with how many how, how many amazing encounters we had yeah. over megacon i had to actually start writing because i'm like there's no way i'm gonna remember all these things there's no way i'm gonna recall and i'm looking down my list right now and i'm actually just crossing some out because it's like we won't even have time tonight to talk about all of these awesome awesome things and none of them are, are insignificant no none of them like okay so we we had the the, the john 316 dnd st- like shirts yeah. i also made decals of that and yeah. and uh, you know thank you to you guys that came over uh and helped me make stickers and you're welcome I, and i'm sorry and i was yeah and i was up till <laughs> even and we sold we had so many uh, sold i say we sold i gave away we had so many stickers <laughs> that that left our booth and went into the hands of the people um after the first day this the, the second day i think it was it was after friday that I had to go home and I stayed up till three o'clock in the morning making, making more, more because we had so many people just going, I want that and that and that and that and that. And there was a guy that came by, awesome guy, man, a little little scoot around wheelchair. And he he wanted to buy all of the, the John 316 ones we had. He said, I'm going to bring this back. I think he said he's from Lakeland. I might be wrong. He said, I'm going to bring this back and give one of these to all of the guys in my D&D group. Oh, that's so that's cool. cool. So dope. And I said, I only have two of them. I said, I only have two of them. I'm so sorry. Uh, so I went home and I made more, but I'm like, dang, I feel like I feel bad that I miss this guy. He came back the next day and I'm like, dude, I got more here. Just take them. And he's like, well, let me pay for him. I said, just take them, man. Just take them. Like, I think he insisted that he gave me. I'm like, well, I'll just take that and then I'll give you the rest of them. But it was um, it was like so cool because like somebody's going to get that encouragement now that I would we would have never met that guy, those yeah. people yeah. that he plays D&D with, which was just so cool. It was so amazing. And. Uh, again, uh, oh my goodness, so many stories. Like you guys have to jump in if there's something because I'm just gonna keep going oh, all night long. I mean, there was there was one time, and it wasn't necessarily like an amazing reaction. But I hope a seed was planted. This young man came up and he was talking to me, and you could tell he was kind of like socially unaware, socially awkward. His social at skills a comic were, book convention, yeah, social skills weren't great, and um. He was talking, he's like, so what do you guys do? And I kind of explained what we do. And he's like, oh, okay. Okay, do you talk about any other gods or is it just the one? I was like, well, we only believe that there is one God. And, you know, he sent his son to, to the die for us. So that's what we talk about. He goes, oh, okay. He's like, but what if you're, um?" and he like leaned in and got, oh. got really <laughs> quiet. He goes, an A word. I was like, I'm sure I, I don't know exactly what you mean. And he just went, an atheist. I said, God loves atheists just so much as he loves his children. I was like, and God God wants to bring all the atheists to love him too. And that's part of why we're here is not to, to force people, but to show people the love of God. And he signed up for our email list. And I think he took a card and he's like, well, I'm going to check you out. Thank you. Yeah. And walked away. So I'm hoping there was like a seed planted. If that was you, thank you for listening. Listen, you don't have to, if, if you don't believe in God, just know that God believes in you enough for both of you. I believe his name was Taylor. 
Mm. Taylor, well, we hope that this show is tailor-made for you, and I'll see myself out. (laughs) We met so many people. My wife was just telling me a story. We were kind of talking about this this afternoon, and Sheena was saying that... Um, she ran into somebody on the, the, the bus. She had to park over in the overflow parking lot, which I think was in Alabama. And, <laughs> it was yeah. far away. Yeah. And she had her, you know, the Jesus Loves You shirt on. And, and this woman began talking to her on the bus. I wasn't even aware of the story. She told me about it today. And she said that this, this woman came up to her and she said, what are you doing here? And she kind of, you know, gave her the, the, the elevator pitch. And she said, will you pray for my daughter, Lily? She's really struggling with her faith and she's kind of, you know, falling away from it. So she doesn't want to be called Lily anymore. She wants to be called Zero. And she's just detaching from, you know, uh, her love for God and, and, and for family. And uh, will you please pray? You know, we're, we're praying for you, Lily. We, we don't know you, but we know that God knows you and God loves you. Um, we had a, a, I don't know what the right word is to use, what the most sensitive word is to use, but I'm going to say this was a young man and he was cosplaying. He was dressed up as um, Megan Fox from Jennifer's Body, wearing like a white dress. And uh, it was an ill-fitting dress. And he was just kind of looking at the booth in a little bit of a catty way, just really sideways and um, kind of like, why are you here? And uh, I did my best to pull out my Jean-Luc Picard level diplomacy and say, we're here to tell people that God loves them and that we love them too. And, you know, here he is wearing a corset and these heels and he's talking about the the burden of his outfit, uh, you know, taking an aside down that journey. And then he comes back and he just says, I don't understand how church and Megacon have anything to do with each other. I just don't understand how, how God and, and everything here intersect. And I said, Oh, I am so eager to tell you. And at that point I realized he had, he had said his piece and he was ready to move on. But he was with a friend, and the friend wasn't ready to move on. And the friend was like, like, like not aggressively, but standing in a way that Jennifer's body couldn't quite nudge out of the way, right? So I said, all of the stories that capture our imagination, all of the things that make us get excited, stories uh, of good and evil and love and loss and sacrifice and victory, the reason that they, they just inspire us so much is because they parallel the story that God is telling in our lives, that all of us struggle with darkness, all of us struggle with loneliness, all of us struggle with fear and, and anger and, and hate and all the dark side stuff, right? Uh, and, and God has such a love for us, but we've lost that love. So Jesus comes and he plays the hero and he sacrifices everything in order to win us back. And there's this victory and redemption at the end. And that's the story that God's telling. And I think the end of that conversation was somewhat agreeable, but it was like a, okay, bye. And a, and a little bit of, a, you know, disappear. But it was like, hey, I said it. And you got more church right now than you were probably going to get this week. So worth the price of admission yeah. right there. God bless you, Jennifer's body. Um any any moments where you felt like the Lord was specifically leading you, specifically directing you to do or say something? There was one um, young lady who came to the to the table, and she was a Christian. She was very appreciative, but she just kept talking about her friend that she met online. Like they're like they fanned together, and that's kind of brought them together. And she's been really struggling. Like she's been dealing with like a lot of like suicidal ideation and like really struggling like with thoughts of just not wanting to be around anymore and she's like how can I help her 
And I said, well, I was like, first of all, like if you think it's very dangerous, you need to encourage her to get help because if, if you feel like she's going to be harmed herself, you got to make sure she's okay. It's like, but you can be, you may be the only Jesus that she will see. So with how you love her and how you show her God's love, that's going to show her how Jesus loves her. And if, if you get an opportunity to even tell her about it, she goes, well, I gave her a Bible and I've been encouraged. I was like, like, that's great. Keep encouraging her. Like, don't stop loving her because you may be the only gospel that she'll ever hear. And just keep like, don't be a burden to her, but be, you know, be loving towards her. And she was just very, very appreciative of that. Yes, yeah, so that's that's like that's a that's being present in a real life need in someone's life. Yeah, you know, and and honestly, the, I mean, who knows if it was her friend or if it was like the air quote her friend, you know? Yeah. Uh, but but what what happens in a world? What happens in the in in the alternate timeline when the Nerd of God cast is not there to to speak life to somebody like that? You know, weird moments where 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 God just brings these intersections. Um, one person that I the. The one person that I gave, that I remember one of the level up cards to, she came up and she just was so kind. And she like, wasn't really interested in the podcast, but was like listening and being attentive. And she, she and her daughter were both just cute, right? Like their cosplays were cute, but they weren't dismissive at all. And so I, I gave them a level up card and I was like, you guys have just been so kind. Thank you for your just your kindness. You guys are adorable. So I gave them this card and they were like, this is the greatest thing we've ever gotten. <laughs> they were just excited about right. it, you know? Right. So, but it was just, I was just amazed at how kind they were, even though they like didn't really want to hear about like what we were doing. But they were like, we're kind of like going off into like cosplay alley, but we'll listen. But That's it was cool. it was just a really sweet moment, and sh- they they were encouraged by that. That's really cool. So, I only gave one away, only one. Get yeah. the rest for yourself, huh? Well, I I I've I've gotten into Naruto recently, at, like super mm. into it, and I saw somebody who I thought was really like really put a lot of effort into their into their outfit, and I was like, "That's really amazing!" Gosh. How because you could tell they put a lot. A lot of work into Could it. Could you imagine what would have happened if you'd have seen someone from Zoe 101? Oh my, <laughs> oh my goodness. Ooh, that was an amazing callback. I gave some way for art and for cosplay. Oh, nice. You know, creative things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was my favorite one that I gave away, beside Cat Bus, which was awesome. My favorite <laughs> one that I gave away, like we were standing in the booth and I saw it was closing time. I think it was on the first night. Closing time. And there was a, a this this little old lady you know, just kind of tiny and, and, and bent. And she was uh, going down the carpet there and attending to the trash cans that were there. She worked at the um, for the convention center. And I saw her and I'm like, I'm going to grab one of our cards here. Like she just, she's working hard and she's taking care of all these things. And, you know, all these crazy people are around her. This is not her generation. She does not look like she's a fan of any of this stuff, but she's working hard in the middle of it. And everybody's going to have a better experience because of her. I just want to give her a level up card. So I grabbed one. And, and when I came back, it was like, she was gone. Like, oh, where'd this old lady go? So I looked and she was, you know, clear down. So I had to like huff it. And like follow her all the way down. Like by the time I caught up with her, she had cleared the the entire uh, convention center uh, crossways and had made the the, tor- the turn. And I caught her around the turn and I said, "Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am." I said, "I'm so sorry to interrupt you." And she's like, "Yes, you know, like just the little old tiny uh, Haitian lady." Mm. And uh, I said, "Hey, we're you know we're out here and we're just 
When we notice somebody that's amazing and awesome, we want to give them this card to let them know that we recognized how awesome they were. And I said, I want to say thank you for your service. You get one for world-class service because all these people out here, all these crazy people, they don't even know how hard you work and how early you got here or how late you'll stay and the hours that you put in and how tired you'll be when you'll get home and you're doing it so that they can have a better experience out here. And thank you. And she took my hand and squeezed my hand and she stopped and said, will you pray for my husband, Pierre? He's blind. Wow. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Big moves. <laughs> Anyone got any mud around here? It's like, uh, I wasn't expecting it. And I just, and the thing is, like, I felt in my heart, like, I needed to go find her. Like, she was the one I need, I needed to chase her down. And in that moment, it was almost like she was, it was almost like she was waiting for me or something like that. Like, when, as soon as I came to her, without hesitation, will you pray for my husband? I don't know if, hey, I pray right now in Jesus' name that Pierre's eyes are open. Yeah. And that my dude's rocking 2020 at this moment. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd call it done in Jesus' name. But it was so, it caught me so off guard. It was like, Lord, did you set, like, did you make me chase her with this card for this reason? I don't know. I don't have some kind of overinflated ego to think that like my prayer is somehow more powerful or special, but what an opportunity, what a privilege to be a, a, a an encouragement or a resource or a support or just a friend for her. I mean, I have a question with your interaction with her. Did you say, you know, at the beginning, anything about being a Christian, Nothing. being a pastor? Nothing. So she just took your hand and just said, Nothing. will you pray for me? It's like she knew. Well. No, I said nothing. I, I didn't even say the podcast. I was just like, you're awesome and whatever. And now we had a scripture verse on the card, but it was tiny. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I made the cards and I can't even read it without putting my readers on. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't. I mean, did she like look at the card, examine it? I, not really. Not really. That's a, that's amazing. It was it was so un unbelievable. Unbelievable. But, uh, you know, we could we could talk all night long. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to cut it off if you guys have more things to share. But I, I, I'm not even I'm like halfway through my list. Like we, we, there, there was a, okay. So weird story, right? So we do a youth camp, Florida youth camp. Neff, you were in it, invasion camp. I was. We saw some people over in the, in the, in the guest, the, the celebrity area. We saw a woman wearing the invasion camp t-shirt. Oh, really? What? Yeah. So, so no, cause you don't just take pictures of random ladies at a con. What do I work at the tower of t-shirts? Um, I caught a guy at the Tower of T-Shirts sneaking around the corner that was working there, <gasps> taking pictures of women's uh, nether regions. Oh. And I almost grabbed him by the back of his neck and put him. And, and I, I would have talked to his supervisor. Who is their supervisor? And does He's the at the top of the tower. Oh, didn't even think about that. Oh, no. But I, so my son was with me and he was in the show too. So we walked up. I'm like, I don't know who this person is, but I let me, let me just go up. So I walked up to her and I said, hey, uh, is that from Church of God Youth Camp? And she's like, yeah. I was like, cool. That was the end of our interaction. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool. Her kids went to kids camp and she chaperoned. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, we were there too. Okay, bye. It was like the weirdest. It just landed so bad. But my son really wanted to talk to her because whatever. Uh, he was the main guy in the show. Like Christian and Neff were the main guys in the the, the camp show. So I, I feel like Christian kind of wanted to walk up and have a like celebrity moment, like his Billy on the street moment with her. You know. <laughs> so we're uh, so anyway. So we're we while we're talking to her in this really quick brief interaction, she's in line to meet the voice of Goku. And the the kid, the, the, there's some teenagers, young young adults that are in front of her, and they comment on our shirts. They're like, "Hey, really like your shirts." I'm like, "Oh, cool, cool, cool." So, um, 
I walked up to those guys. I'm like, well, I'm going to redeem the fact that I'm standing here. I said, you guys going to, to meet Goku? And they're, yeah, yeah. I said, you going to take a picture with him? They're like, eh, probably not. It's, they, they charge you a lot extra for that. And I'm like, well, you know what? He's been doing this a long time. I'm sure he's made a lot of money. Let's rob him today. I didn't say that, but that was what I, that's what I did. So I said, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go stand over here. I don't know you. You don't know me. And I'm just going to take a picture of a celebrity while you're getting your autograph from him. And then if I happen to just like airdrop it to whoever's around me, you can have it. Yeah, I broke the rules, but whatever. Um, so they did. I wait. I kind of hung out by the side, took a picture of this guy. You know, the, these guys getting their, their get their photographs taken or getting their autographs from him. And it was like, oh, cool. All right. So we we did the, the thing. You're the Robin Hood of celebrity <laughs> photographs. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> so I sent him these pictures, and you can see, I like, I just I sent him these pictures, whatever it was. Um, their, their airdrop wouldn't work, so I just texted to them, and that was it. That was the end of the conversation. Nothing else. Two days later. Oh. This guy texts me. And he said, hey, I wanted to tell you that God has much in store for you and your podcast. We need to keep spreading the gospel. More people need to know Jesus, especially around these times. I thought it was amazing to see a group of people following and representing Christ at Megacon. I just felt like telling you that what you're doing does have an impact. You and your group were a light in a dark place that day. Keep going and spreading love in this world through the gifts that God placed in you. How, wow. how old was he? I mean, he's a kid. I mean, everybody. I know. Like, I, I like when you were talking about, it, I thought he was like eleven, but I'm, like he's that was like, like a teenager. That's like an adult pastor to like level wow. of like. I mean, I don't know how old do you think he is. I mean, maybe eighteen, nineteen. Uh, he could be. He could be eighteen, nineteen. He could be fourteen. You can never tell. Yeah, sometimes. he's just a young, young looking guy. But it was like, how cool was that encouragement? That's, that's awesome. really cool. Yeah. You know, we, we met so many other people. There was a girl that came by our booth, uh, the, the young man that came by our booth, like one guy. And he was he was he was in one of our TikTok videos. He was wearing I'm not familiar with this anime. It's called Skate, SK and then the infinity symbol. I've heard of it. Uh, looks really interesting. And uh, he was saying, oh, obviously I like skate. And he was, you know, reference what he was dressed up as. But he wouldn't talk to us without putting it. Yeah, exactly. He put his hood up. Right. Do you remember this moment? Mm -hmm. So he put his hood up and he's like, oh, he didn't want to talk to us at all. Like, he put his hood up like super, super shy. He was like, I need to hide myself before I'm on TikTok. Right, right, right. <laughs> and uh, but then he ended up taking it off and put it on. And, and after he was done and we were talking to him, I just took a moment to encourage him. I'm like, hey, can I just tell you something? How many people do you think are here? Do you remember this moment? And I said, of all the people that are here, you are unique and you are wonderful and you are made by God for a special and unique purpose. And you never have to hide who God made you. You never have to put your hood up and be ashamed of who you are. You are you are a light. And you. it was just it was a, a beautiful moment. Uh, and I was so grateful for that opportunity to share and encourage. And if you notice on our TikTok, the hood is down. Oh, that moment. So that's one of the girls. So I was like literally just getting ready to leave for the airport. And this this girl and her and this guy, they were walking past the booth and I saw her kind of like looking and then they were going to walk past and then they like came back and like looked at the t-shirt again because they weren't sure if they had like read it correctly. <laughs> and I I was like I have to talk to her. I like I'm supposed to talk to them or like stop them at least. So I just said, "Hey, how are you guys doing?" So I'm like like striking up a, this conversation they're talking about like what they're passionate about and and then i asked them like what is your favorite fandom or whatever and that moment that tony had with this young man 
like walls were broken down for this young man and tony just like in his like if you've ever met tony in real life this like papa bear way like puts his hand on this young man's shoulder and i don't think anybody's ever taken the time to tell this kid that i really don't and this young man was so touched by that i mean it was like i could cry thinking about just how genuine i'm like tearing up right now he is i can verify i'm sitting across from him but this young man was literally so moved by this and i just you know while you two were talking this this girl and i uh well the girl was just kind of like looking back and forth she was like just excited i don't i don't know what their relationship is and i don't know if they're just friends but it was such a genuine moment and i don't think anybody's ever taken the time to tell this young man that and it was just it was so amazing it was like i can't even explain but whatever that young man texted you it's true Amen. you know you do you have such an impact tony and i know this isn't like gas tony up time you know <laughs> but I, that's my favorite thing to do i love to encourage people it's i'm serious tony that moment was just so genuine and so beautiful and i I was so thankful to be able to be able to be there to see it and to be part of it. Yeah, I, in some I, I really I really felt that too. Like yeah. I, the only reason I really took a note of that was because I felt exactly what you said. Like a wall came down. Yeah. Oh, glory to God. Yeah. So it was good. it was so beautiful. There was this girl named Liz who, first off, Liz is a superstar. She's awesome. And she came up and she was just so, she walked up to our booth and she was just like, I love Jesus so much too, you guys. I think it came at the tail end of her she conversation like with her. She was so pumped about this whole thing. I love Jesus so much too. And I'm like, cool, cool. And she was showing me the stuff that she bought and we were talking and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, where are you from? We, you know, get this whole conversation. And she's like, oh yeah, I'm from Orlando. I'm like, cool, you know. She goes, actually, I'm not from Orlando. I'm from Longwood. I'm like, dude, I'm about to start a church in Longwood, like in five weeks. Like, come on, girl. So we um, we we chatted a little bit, and and you know we added each other and messaged back and forth uh, that day. And she she messaged me afterwards, uh, after the show that night, and she said, "You know what's so crazy? What's so crazy?" She said, "I was praying for God. I was praying to God for people who love video games and are nerdy and Christian." Wow. Like she has nobody that likes the things that she likes that also glorifies and exemplifies God. And I just kind of sent her back a little animated gif of, you know, old lady worshiping. I said, won't he do it? <laughs> Amen. Look at God. And she, Look said, at God. she said, this was not a coinkydink. Oh. She's delightful. She said, which I've never heard the word. I've never seen the word coinkydink written out before. How does one spell it? Yeah, That's I'll the best way later. to say coincidence is coinkydink. Yeah, I think oh, so, too. Absolutely. So Julie and I are taking her out for ice cream tomorrow. We are. Oh, We're yeah. What, what time? Uh, three o'clock. But... The nice thing is this, we went to this convention with one word as our mission, and that was relationship. Mm -hmm. And some people we form relationships with quickly, some people we're forming ongoing relationships with, making those connections. And uh, I think from that perspective, from that investment of, of we're gonna pour into people, those encounters that we had were not superficial encounters. Mm -hmm. They were substantive, wall-breaking, life-changing encounters on both ends. Yes. I would say I agree. Those the interactions that we had were not at all superficial. I'd I'd go so far to say is honestly they were supernatural, just like yeah. divine encounters, you know, and each person was at 
you know, at their days, at the places they needed to be for specific reasons. Yeah. So it was just so cool. We had one couple that eat, they're from Jacksonville, and they're like, are you going to be doing this again next year? I'm like, you know, maybe, probably. They're like, we're going to come and help you. We want to come and get and, and start a thing where with, with you guys, we can just create um, like a gathering in the morning for any Christians and we'll market it. Any Christians that want to come together, we'll all get together first thing in the morning and pray for the con. Like, see you at the poll. That's amazing. See you at the con. We'll see you at the Tower of T-shirts. Oh, and, we'll, and we'll pray. Like, basically, let's get together. Let's get all the believers together in the morning that are there. And there were so many people. There was one artist that was there, and, and he saw my shirt, and he called me over to his booth, and he handed me a sticker. And it was just a sticker of a drawing of Jesus, like, waving, and it just said, hi. And it was all, like, he wasn't a Christian booth, but he has a little Jesus sticker that was his art that he made. And it was like, there's a lot of people in this world that not only do, do non-believers, as we've always said, need to be reminded that God loves them and that Christians aren't all jerks. Mm-hmm. But believers need to be reminded that they can let their light so shine too. Yeah. I mean, and even just in like conversations that don't necessarily lead anywhere, like we were, like there was one guy on the very first day, Alexander, you remember him. His name was, was it Julian? Was that Julian. His name? Julian. <laughs> this who, boy. Who had this like belt thing on with a bunch of like, it looked like a like a play school belt I'm like oh what's that belt and for about 25 minutes he went through the entire history of his favorite show common rider which is like a live action anime a la power rangers but don't confuse it with power rangers because he will get mad at you it's literally a children's show it's a children's right? show uh, it, uh, then they anyway i know a lot more about common rider but I just let him talk to me about Common Rider for 20 minutes, and he like made us pick people from Common Rider. And he told us he, about like, their history. Yeah, he like gave it us was a personality like, test based on the he, suit we picked. Exactly, and he had like this friend that was like, "Okay, time to go, Julian." He like kept going, but he like signed up for our email list. He took a card. I think he bought like a um, like a, a decal. But I wonder, like, he was so excited to talk about Common Rider. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I wonder how many of his friends or how many people that he interacts with actually listen to him talk about Common Rider. And I couldn't tell you one thing about Common Rider after that conversation, <laughs> but he felt heard, right? And he felt like somebody cared enough to like listen to what he he was nerdy about. That's a, and that's what people want. They wanted people notice me, senpai. Basically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Which is what I love so much about what I mean. And before MegaCon. We had a whole group chat about what is our like tagline going to be, and I, and I think one of the things that I had said at, at one point was to create space for conversation, and I think that's what we did for this this young man and for other people. Like we created space for people to share their hearts and their passions. Yeah, most definitely. And and a lot of these people, a lot of nerds, tend to be ostracized by the people who don't share common interests with them. And not that we necessarily had a common interest in common writer, but here we were. We created a space for him to be able to share his his passion. Homophones. Your common writer. <laughs> it's two words. Visible that, confusion. Two words. Audible I get it. They sound alike, it. but they mean different, they mean different things. things. Yeah. I need my needed biscuits plain. Okay. I think you're exactly right. I think you're exactly right. Yeah. Creating space for conversation was exactly what happened. And and God went ahead of us and made yeah. it happen. You, you nailed it supernaturally. 
supernaturally. If you were part of the group of people that not only gave to this, because it's not money is, is the smallest part, but prayed for this. Mm-hmm. And I know so many of you out there did. Like we got so many messages of encouragement and so many people reached out and said, we're praying for you. How is this? I was getting messages all throughout. The, if, if you messaged me throughout the day or messaged Nerd of Godcast asking, how's it going? And I didn't respond to you. It's because it was going. Like it was going. Really well. And there was no like not going part. Like when we were, there was a moment when it was just me and my son at the booth and I don't think I sat down in that chair for for almost two straight hours because there were so many people that were coming up and we were just having these conversations. Uh, again, I just had to close my list because there's there's probably 20 more things that I just won't even have time to talk about tonight. Well, this will be a four-part episode. But um, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity, for, for investing in us to, to, to let us do this. We are, we're definitely looking at what we can do next time. This has always been one of our goals is to make local conventions and even regional conventions and beyond uh, something that we do um, because there are people out there that will they'll, they'll never set foot in a church but we can bring the love of God to them right where they are. So uh, please continue to keep praying with us for the people that we met. And and every one of us, I mean, we, the way that we were shifted out there, we weren't all at the booth at the same time. So there are people that Julia met that Neff never met, that people that Alexandria met that I never met. We, we all encountered different facets, people at our booth, people all around the convention, in the lobby, in the parking lot, you know, wherever we were. And um, we're going to continue to pray for them. Please Join us in praying for them as well. Uh, and, and as we get ready next time for MegaCon, as we get ready for whatever convention or application it is, uh, please uh, prayerfully consider not only partnering with us financially, but prayerfully consider coming and being part of our team. Next time we do this, I would really like to open this up and, and make it to where we can have you come to where we are and be a part of the effort of just going and loving people and playing games with people and hanging out with people and being the light and the love of Jesus to the people in this world because they need it and we got it. And if we don't use it, well, to him who knows to do right and doesn't do it is sin. With great power comes great responsibility. Jesus said it. Stan Lee said it. I'm just saying this now. I think, I honestly think, and I know that I said this before the con even started, and you guys probably thought I was joking, but I think we're going to end up at San Diego someday. At the San Diego Comic Con. We'd say we can't have our own con. Like, a con just for dirty Christians. Nerd of God Perhaps. cons? It wouldn't be so much evangelism the as it would sides be have, celebration. Have but about that. I'm so serious, though. I think because of how... The Lord has gone before us, and because of the way people partner with us through par- prayer and like being part of our team, I really think we're going to end up in San Diego someday. I might not be part of the team, but and we, and we've, I mean, we've talked about you know Nerd of God cruises, Nerd of God uh, conventions, stuff like that. And I think, you know, as far as our reach goes, and not just for the podcast, but for what we're mm. doing with the just podcast the for the people. Lord, yeah. I think that we have we have no ceiling. I tend to try to overcorrect a little bit with with um, with humility, so I, I get very cautious with um, I get very cautious with like, hey, we're gonna do this thing that is our brand. Um, I'd rather be like Paul on Mars Hill than be like, come see the Paul show. You, yeah. you know what I mean? So that you, I, I always try to be careful about threading that line the right way because it doesn't take very much for it to be like. 
we're hyping our thing mm -hmm. as opposed to we're reflecting his thing. So, yeah. um, but but that being said, why I don't think there's any reason why we can limit or should limit what it is that God is doing or uh, where it is that God is leading because there's souls out there. Uh, I wrote an article uh, that I submitted today. Uh, if you're if you subscribe to the Hoot and Howl, which you if you don't, you should because Shanine is lovely. And um, I shared an article with her that if she likes it and, and deems it necessary, she will share. It's a little bit of my testimony about kind of coming up as a nerd and how God uses our nerdy, geeky uniqueness to share the word in a way that the FCA can't do it. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes can't communicate to, to Megacon people the way that we can. So that burden falls to us. They are our field. They are our harvest to go out of to and, and get. And, you know, God says, you know, Jesus tells us, look, pray for the workers, pray for laborers because the harvest is great and the workers are few. few. So um, we want to encourage you to not only prayerfully, not only, you know, a, a sponsorship thing, but also really consider um, if, if you'd like to join our efforts. And as we get into this next season of conventions and as things hopefully open back up and everyone gets more comfortable with being in public spaces, uh, really prayerfully consider it. We, we want to make it work. And, and we're taking a lot of cues for some people that have done this before and are better at it than we are. And God has really been faithful in leading. So uh, stay connected with the Nerd of God cast everywhere that we are, and you'll find out more as those opportunities come up. Um, I, I bought a game. I bought several things at the con, but I bought a game. I wanted to play it tonight, uh, but there is absolutely no way that we're going to get this thing in because uh, we just had too many great stories. So next time we will play uh, a fun game that I bought. I, I enjoyed uh, going through it today and playing it. It's called the, um, the Danger Game. Danger! That's right. Watch yourself. <laughs> so we're show gonna, me what you're working with. So we're gonna play the danger game. Maybe next time. Uh, it seemed a lot of fun. I love it when I love supporting uh, independent game developers and stuff like that. So, uh, but that'll be next time. Uh, maybe we'll do it as a little um, Patreon exclusive as a way to say thanks for those that sponsored our trip to MegaCon. So. Um, just want to say thanks again. Again, follow us on the social medias. If you've made it this far into the show, you are a real trooper. Please, wherever you listen to us on your podcast platforms, leave us a review. Uh, we love stars, especially when they come in fives. And if you don't mind, write us a little review, just a quick sentence, a couple couple words. Say, hey, Alexander is great and whatever. And it would uh, be true. Stay, you know, keep it well. positive. And that really, really helps us out. We do appreciate that very, very much. Again, follow us, support us. We are a listener supported podcast. Visit us at patreon.com slash nerdygodcast. That's P. A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Nerdogodcast to be part of the financial blessing of this show. And uh, let's continue to look forward, look for opportunities, build relationships, and as Scott Higa tells us, be a better nerd. Until next time, for the Nerdogodcast, Steve Supremo. If you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. Alexandria Marica. We love you. Quentin Neff. You have no idea just how high we can fly. Julia Cameron Colazzo. Adios. Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. And I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't gotta go home. But, but we, we can't can stay here.
nothing but love here tonight. Sitting across the table from me, looking somewhat tropical this evening. Ooh. I'm not sure what the vibe is you're going for, but I want a cold beverage and to be sitting on a hammock next to you. Uh, well, uh, uh, two separate hammocks, you know, for, you know. Comfortability. Comfort- <laughs> not only comfortability, but modesty and uh, appropriateness. Moving on, Alexandria Marka. <laughs> Wait, let me do that again because I didn't even do your intro. I'm just on a. No, keep it going. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> Don't edit this out. This is hilarious. This Sitting is what they want. <laughs> this they is what the, the this is what the people demand. This is what, the people this is what they pay for. Scene. <laughs> Ooh, <smart. laughs> 